Good morning to everybody. Bezrez Hashem Yisbarach. We're up to Shir number 46. Today we're learning L'Refu Shalema Rivka Esther Basna Yomi Shrev Refu Shalema B'Soich Shor Choyle Yisrael. Okay, just finishing off from yesterday, we spoke about at the end of the Shir Nifsak Hakiluach, the flow that's broken, um, whereby it would not have the same halacha of the Kli that it's coming from. So just to read to you the Lushen of the Mishabura, then we'll explain how it does come into play. We said then usually, usually it does... It applies, but we don't find it too often. Usually the flow is straight, but if the flow did break, we could use it in halacha. Says the Mishabru and Simon Shin Yod Ches, if cotton iron dalad, Mikomakam Iroi, Mikli Rishoin, Kaimalon, the Homavashal Kadei Klipa. Vafila Bidiyevid is also Im Eira. Uh, so says the Mishabura, if you pour from a Klirishain onto, <coughs> excuse me, on, you pour from a Klirishain onto a piece of chicken. Hat klirishain, the outer shell, as we know, mavashal kadei klipa, the outer shell of the chicken is um, gets cooked halachically, and it's actually also to eat. But the evid, if one did it, of course, usually we don't do that onto raw chicken. But if somebody did it, the outer shell of the chicken, mavashal kadei klipa, but the evid would be also actually to eat on Shabbos. Says Mishabura, that is if it's a straight flow. But if the flow was broken, but the evid, one should not do it. But but the evid, the that outer shell would be allowed to be eaten. So I just to quote to you with the illusion of the Mishabura where it would come into play, but the Evid, if it was done, hypothetically, um, but the Evid, it would be allowed to be eaten. Okay, we're moving along today, Bezrus Hashem, onto Irui Klisheni and a little bit into the Klishlishi. In other words, we learned about the Klirishain, the pouring from the Klirishain, we learned about the Klisheni. Now we want to start to learn about the pouring of the Klisheni, which is very similar to the Klishlishi, and we'll explain. So, in general, we say Irui Klisheni is not. The pouring from a klisheni is not similar to iroi of a klirishain. What do we mean by that? The pouring of a klirishain. Whereas we said the straight flow from a klirishain is pretty much has the same halacha of a klirishain itself. Um, it's just that it cooks mevashal kadei klipa. It cooks the outer shell. The regular klirishain, somebody puts a piece of chicken in a klirishain, that cooks. But when you pour it from the klirishain, hot klirishain, it cooks only the outer shell. When we talk about the iroi klisheni, the pouring of the klisheni, it's not the same type of halacha where we say it's, it's similar to the kli, the vessel that it's coming out of. What do we mean by that? That most post, most paiskim equivalent, uh, they they say it's equal, the pouring from the klisheni is more similar to a klishlishi than it is to the klisheni halachically. So in general, with respect to all foods and liquids, with the exceptions of those that we definitely know are a kalei habishal, we've spoken about certain foods in the klisheni kalei habishal, which are usher to put into a klisheni, and therefore we were makbid on almost all foods, all uncooked foods to put into a klisheni. When we talk about about the pouring of a klisheni, we say no, there were not makbid. Unless we bedafka know that it's a kale habishal, it's something that cooks up very quickly, whereby the Gemara told us which, which types of foods which we're going to go through. Over there, we'll say it would be a problem of iroi uh, pouring from a klisheni. But if we, have no, if we don't know definitely um, that it's a kale habishal, 
that it's a question that it cooks very quickly, like, for example, raw eggs, which we'll go through some of the examples. Um, that's uh, that's mamish, uh, 100% akali abishal. Then we're going to say we're not machmir, and we don't just say, like in the cliché, you know, we're not going to put any uncooked foods because we're not sure what cooks. When it comes to the pouring of the cliché, we'll say no. In general, we're makal unless we know for sure otherwise. So to, just to go through some examples, which we know for sure, which the Gemara spoke about, Shulchan Aruch brings down, some of them, um, which are 100% kaliabishal, we said raw eggs. So to pour from a klisheni, uh, iroi klisheni, onto raw eggs would not be allowed. Tea bags, uh, tea leaves, tea bags are all definitely kaliabishal. Pouring from a hot klisheni, um, the pouring flow, a straight flow onto tea bags would be Asr on Shabbos. Also, Lafi, we mentioned Rav Shlem wanted to say that the flaky ground up spices, which were not cooked from before, um, flaky ground up spices, pepper, paprika, onion powder, all the like, Lafi Rav Shlem also was a Kalei Habishal, which halachically was definitely also in a klisheni and also would be also Lafi Rav Shlem for sure, uh, Eroy the pouring from a klisheni also. Another example which we have, it's not too often, but it's, uh, it's just to read you the Lushen from the Shulchan Aruch, Shin Yud Ches, Sifkatan, Lamed Vav, Meshebrua, excuse me, Dove Maluach, Kayoitze Bezeh, She'en Yecholem Lechol, Beli Hadacha. It's a type of a regular salty fish whereby it's so salty you can't eat it without the pouring from another vessel, water, hot water onto it, also would not be allowed to be poured on Shabbos from a Kli Sheni also. In other words, pouring from a Kli Sheni, Iri Kli Sheni, onto this very salty fish, and thereby now making it edible, you're completing the fish, you're making it an edible piece of fish because it was so salty, pouring hot water from a Kli Sheni onto that would also be usser. An interesting case, somebody once asked me, actually, you know, the instant soups, those things that are very salty, those instant soups where you buy, you open it up and on a Sunday or a Monday, uh, you pour boiling hot water into it and you let it sit and then you have a delicious soup, which is extremely salty, but that's what you have to eat. Now, the question is, what about on Shabbos? I want to uh, pour water into that and make it edible. So that definitely the safer klolim brings down 100% would be us to pour from a kli rishain, irikli rishain into that soup would definitely be bishel deraisa and even to pour from a kli sheni, irikli sheni into that soup would also make it us for many, quite a number of reasons. Number one, you have kalea bishel in there, you have the small spices, you have things in there, the things in there in general, as far as I understand, were not cooked. Um, you have kalea bishel, the salt and everything else so to pour from a klisheni a hot klisheni into that instant soup and now thereby letting it soak and making it edible say for klolem brings down also definitely would be also to do on Shabbos so again, the reason being for all these things, which we just said, were also from an Iri Klisheni, it's not to be Machmer, but we, these are all things which we know 100% are Kale Habishal, and it's brought down in, in Halacha like that. Uh, whereas opposed to, we said, in the regular Klisheni, which is Machmer and everything, because of the fact we're not sure. Okay, Bezra Hashem, tomorrow we're going to start to go through all the things which are Mutter with Iri Klisheni, and with Hashem's help, we're going to try and start the Klisheni. Hatzlachat, Hatzlachat, Brachat, everybody thank you so much for listening have a wonderful day